Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. And now, Trey Biddy is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai, Arkansas's number one Hyundai dealer, and Genesis of Conway, Arkansas's only Genesis dealer. Genesis of Conway, the future of luxury today. Now, here's Trey Biddy. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. This It is good afternoon. It really looks like nighttime. It's only uh, 10 minutes after 5 here in in, uh, Little Rock. But anyway, all right, this was written on January the 4th, 2024, uh, approximately uh, 1253. And the headline by Trey Biddy, who I'm assuming writes his own headlines, Big Arkansas Transfer Portal Visit Week. As it turns out, Trey, that's almost prophetic because it not only has been a big Arkansas Transfer Portal Visit Week, but now even adding one more to the list, Robinson, a defensive back from South Alabama, uh, it's been very productive to say the least now i want to say this before you you elaborate on that um i almost get the feeling and you we talk got a lot more to elaborate than that ah okay well i start to say you almost get the feeling based upon what you have said what i've read from danny and so forth that arkansas was not because of the limited number of official visits i think 56 and they only had Maybe one left over after it was all said and done or left to use uh, after this week. But um, uh, they went, Arkansas was not going to bring a player in unless they felt pretty good. They were going to get a commitment. So saying that, if a player leaves and he hadn't committed, is that a negative sign? I don't know if I'd say it's negative. Um because sometimes players want to go about it different ways, go home, talk to their family. Sometimes family don't visit with the player. Sometimes they do. So um, I think everybody just has their own kind of process. But obviously decisions are going to come quickly, <clears throat> excuse me, just because of the uh, of the timeline right now with, you know, wanting to get enrolled in school and things like that. But uh, yeah, Arkansas has had a few commitments today. The, the latest one, Randy, just, I don't know, six minutes ago or so, uh, Anton – I still don't know the name. I've actually DM'd him and asked him how to pronunciate the name properly, but obviously he's had a lot going on with the visit and everything. But Anton, J-U-N-C-A-J. Don't Ooh, want to defensive lineman. It, yeah. Yeah, defensive lineman, a guy that can go inside and outside, 6'3", 274 or so. A uh, guy who had, what did he have last year, Randy? Like 16 sacks, 15 yeah, sacks. Yeah, I mean, it was. 21 and a half tackles for loss was an FCS All-American, a guy that was really heavily pursued by Power 5 schools. Uh, so that's a really nice get, obviously, um, just a really nice get. And then the one before that, this has been about two hours ago, Jaquindon Jackson um, uh, out of Utah, who was at Texas before that. This guy was a dual-threat quarterback coming out of high school as the number 46 overall prospect in the country. Um this is a guy that they really, really needed. Uh, 6'2", 228 pounds, a big running back. Uh, again, re-ranked as a four-star also in the transfer portal. So 
I mean, that's that's really nice there. And, of course, you mentioned Marquise Robinson, who is a big cornerback at uh, 6'2", 195 pounds, a guy that had a lot of options also, Oklahoma, uh, excuse me, Oklahoma State, Kentucky, Mississippi State, uh, and several others had uh, targeted him. So, And they've had, you know, obviously other visitors there uh, today, and we haven't heard anything, you know, too final. We've got, obviously, interviews with Danny, has talked to, you know, several of those guys that have, have visited so far but uh, may have not committed just yet, and we'll see how things shake out with that. But um, those three are really nice. I mean, by my count, again, this is including anybody who hasn't said they're leaving Arkansas who has eligibility remaining. That's 89 on scholarship right now. By Pittman's count, you know, from when he was at 77, 78, should have them at about 82 scholarships right now. So there's a lot more activity to come with super seniors who aren't returning and, you know, anybody who's going to be put on medical hardship. So that, all that news is coming also. Uh, as I was going over today, Arkansas's football scholarship distribution for 2024. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, this was before the, the latest. Yeah, it's already obsolete. Yeah, it's already obsolete. <laughs> yeah. But as I was going down position by position, you're talking about some names that you're basically waiting on. Um, again, we see all the uh, uh, different emojis that um, – Tyrone Broden puts out. I, I, do we have any better feel for Tyrone Broden? No, just uh, surfer emojis. Yeah, okay. So whatever that means. But, okay, yeah. I mean, he hasn't been like, hey, I'm entering the transfer portal, but I would assume he's graduated and he could enter whenever he wants to. But he's either, I mean, he's either coming back or he's not, I guess. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what Tyrone Broden's plans are exactly, but I, I would think he would be back i've got arkansas at 11 wide receivers right now uh with uh, with uh, jordan anthony uh, being the the latest addition i don't I, I think they're done you know recruiting wide receivers out of the high school ranks I, I don't know of any need for wide receiver at this point with the guys that they have coming back and the guys that they've added so i would expect actually you know maybe a wide receiver to fall off the uh the list. I don't know if that'll be Tyrone Broden or not, but I, you know, ten wide receivers is plenty, and they're at eleven right now. All right, another name, and you've talked about him off and on, Francis Sherman. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's among six tight ends. Yeah, I kind of feel like maybe Sherman won't be back. Um, you know, he wasn't super productive last year. My gut tells me that he won't be back, but he he hasn't said anything. He's he's remained quiet also, and. Several have, but uh, I think maybe he won't be back. Uh, if I, I don't mean to either aggravate you or otherwise, I'm just trying I'm to. I'm not aggravated. I'm we just... talk about there was a time, Randy, when we used to talk about you know you, if we anybody bring up who might transfer, you know that was just a subject we didn't really you know discuss. But uh, this is business now, so fire <laughs> away. These guys are getting paid. Okay. And Bray. somebody has to transfer, so you know. Yeah, we got we know what the numbers look like. I mean, right. 80, 88 right now, eighty-eight or eighty-nine. I can't remember what I said, but uh, eighty-nine. Yeah, eighty-nine. So I mean, there's at least four that got to go, and there's plenty more that they want to bring in. I mean, we know that they would love to add a couple more offensive linemen. You know, a defensive tackle, um, probably another linebacker possibly another safety 
I think definitely another safety. Um, you know, so well, what does that get them at? Wow. Yeah. Like 93, I mean, 93. something like that. Yeah. <laughs> so All right. You're talking about eight more guys that have to come off if that's what they end up adding. Brady Latham. I just don't know on Latham. I just don't know. I I think it's odd that, you know, he was a team he was a team captain last year, right? Um, I think it's odd that he hasn't said anything at all. But, again, he's in that super senior class. I had heard whispers a while back that, um, you know, he would try his hand at the NFL. I just I don't know why Brady hasn't said anything one way or the other at this point. There's, you know, I think there are, there are other offensive linemen that, you know, when you're talking about processing players and stuff, I mean, you have to ask Terry Wells hasn't played in, you know, he hasn't played a snap in two years because of injuries. Is he a guy that, you know, you could talk about as a potential medical hardship? And I think Wells has talent. It's just we haven't been able to see him out there. Cole Carson hasn't played. He played one snap, I believe, or excuse me, one game, um, you know, like mop-up duty his freshman, true freshman year before redshirting, and he hasn't played at all the last two years, not even on special teams. Eli Henderson hasn't played. Um, you know, so there's – there's a good number of guys on the offensive line that have been on camp, and that's kind of what you have to look at. Okay, well, this guy hasn't really pushed. This guy hasn't pushed. You know, he's been on campus two, three years, and, um, you know, you just kind of have to look at it like that because, you know, if you're not pushing for a starting job or pushing for at least being the two deep, then, you know, what are we really doing here? Because everybody else is, you know, it's the nature of it. I don't, I don't love it, but everybody's processing players and trying to build the best roster they can. And the way the NCAA set up, they're able to do that. So that's where we are and got to process players. Just got to do it. This name you've already removed from scholarship totals for the 2024 year. But then you threw a little teaser in there. And I'm talking about Bo Limmer. Yeah. Now, Bo has accepted an East-West Shrine Bowl invitation. Unless he announces a change of heart and decides to stay another year. Yeah. Um, Fernando Carmona will be wearing number 55 next year. <laughs> okay. I think you're answering my question then there. Uh, what are – is there any speculation what is going on with Jashad Stewart? Well, I mean, that's – I guess for the legal process, um, I will say the plan very much seemed for him to come back. Otherwise, you wouldn't suspend him indefinitely, would you? That's true. You, know, you just say, "Well, he's he's not part of the team, <laughs> right?" Yeah, so, um, and they did suspend him indefinitely. So, uh, I would expect that the plan at whatever point was to to bring him back in the fold. So, you know, it's unfortunate for him. Um, it's in terms of playing last year because he he played in five games. He had never redshirted, so he he could have redshirted if he played in one fewer game. And then um, you know obviously the uh, uh, the arrest just makes you shake your head. Mm. All right, now I've got at least three names from the defensive tackle position, and I know you've talked on and off about some of these: uh, Eric Gregory, Marcus Miller, Kyvy Rose. Yeah, Kiwi. Kiwi. Um, I would think if Marcus, or excuse me, well, Marcus, I think there's a good chance that he, you know, takes either a medical hardship. I mean, he is a super senior. He'd be a six-year guy. 
so maybe he's just ready to move on to the next phase of life. He's, you know, he's a guy that's been banged up since he was in high school. I, I can't remember when Marcus, you know, wasn't banged up, you know, the majority of his career. So not sure what he plans to do, but I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe I'd say I'd be surprised if he's back, um, you know, given that, you know, he's been in school five years now and, you know, he's been beat up a good bit. As far as Gregory, I believe he'll be uh, – Gregory will be back. We do know that Gregory will be back. Uh, Keevy hasn't said anything, but I would assume he'll be back. If Keevy isn't back, I would think that they'd be scrambling a little bit more to find defensive tackles. And, um, you know, none visited this weekend. They were going to have the kid from Texas – the young man from Texas A&M, uh, but he ended up canceling that trip. And I believe he'll end up at Auburn. So – yeah, if, if Keeby Rose wasn't coming back, I feel like they'd be scrambling a little more at defensive tackle. Um, although this latest commitment, I mean, he can he can work inside and outside. Has He's JJ a specialist? Has JJ Hollingsworth? Has he made any declaration that he's coming back? He hasn't. No. Um, typically, though, I don't think you see that as much from now. Some guys here and there, but for guys who haven't. Um, you know, contributed a whole lot, and, and he hasn't. And you'll see on J.J., maybe he can add some more weight and 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 get it. You know, they moved him to defensive tackle, but he goes about 273. He needs to add some more weight, um, you know, if he's going to be a permanent just defensive tackle. But, yeah, he hasn't he hasn't really pushed to, to play just yet either. So that would be another guy to keep an eye on, I would think. And the name that we're asked about constantly, this could be a situation where he might exercise – that medical hardship. That's Quincy McAdoo. Yeah. Uh, the other name that uh, there's been no update on that I'm aware of, Keon Stewart. Yeah, no update on Keon Stewart. He is another guy that's obviously would be a super senior next year, but that's remained quiet. You almost feel like, you know, Hudson Clark is another one, Randy. Mm-hmm. You know? um, and, you know, I believe from when, you know, Pittman was – you know, during the season, I, I feel like there was a time where he was, you know, kind of hinting to guys like, you know, Hudson Clark about coming back next yeah. year. Yes, and, he did. You know, and things like that. So maybe, you know, Hudson's not the guy that's going to just come out and, you know, have an announcement for an announcement for an announcement. You know, there's <laughs> there's guys out there like that, but uh, that's certainly not ever been Hudson Clark's M.O. So um, it's possible he'll just kind of go about his business and, and return. Um, the wide receiver – who was the second leading wide receiver with Burks from Arkansas? Former Walker. Went to Oklahoma. No, 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 no. Um, Tyson Morris. You know, Tyson Morris never said anything oh, about yeah. you know coming back for an extra year and just just did. <laughs> he just we found out Tyson Morris was back with Arkansas when he was they were releasing video of uh, the winter training cycle and he was he was going through drills. So some guys just do it like that. Traylon Burks, speaking of people who don't make a big deal on social media, Traylon Burks would be another one of those types. Oh, absolutely. All right, this from the Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. Please ask Trey if we have a shot at the running back. Judkins, that got in the portal from Ole Miss. Actually, that was yesterday. Yeah, I don't think that's happening. I mean, they've got their running back. They targeted – uh, they tar- targeted Jackson, and um, I think they feel really good about him. You know, he's a guy that was 
has been very productive. He was a little beat up towards the end of last year. I think his numbers suffered a little bit because of that. But, um, you know, his yards per carry the year before that was like 6.8 yards per carry. And, uh, you know, he probably probably could have had a 1,000-yard season if he hadn't gotten a little banged up last year towards the end. So um, that guy was a big-time recruit. So it's a nice addition to the to the running back room. All right, Trey, here's, here is a, a case where I guess they're wanting you to clarify. Okay. Uh, again, this from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line from the 501. Trey, when you say processing players, mm-hmm. do you basically mean – pulling Uh, kids scholarships to make room for others yeah that's what i mean (laughs) okay i'm glad you elaborated on that because that was pretty quick i like that no need no need to say that's where we are yeah you know i mean and it's it's conversations it's not you know hey don't let the door hit you you know that's not that's not the kind of talk that you know you would expect from sam Pittman, but you know after a few years and you're on campus and this has always been the case this isn't like something new you know you're going to have a sit down exit meeting with your coach and you're going to talk about your future and you know hey sometimes it's i mean do you want to play football you want to get on the field yes sir well it's just it's it's not going to be here it's just not not working out you know and if you really want to play and get on the field then you should probably consider somewhere else. Now, it wasn't as probably as cutthroat, and I'm not saying that's like, you know, that's just an example of how a conversation might go. I'm not saying that's what, you know, I've heard that Sam Pittman does. I'm not saying that. Um, But in the past, you might have been more willing to keep a guy on your roster who, um, you know, is a good student, does everything right, makes good grades, yada, yada, yada. You know, it's a pleasure to be around all those kinds of things, good locker room guy, you know, you might have kept that guy. But now you keep a bunch of guys like that, um, then you're not going to be able to coach the guys that you do have that are good players because you're getting fired because everybody else is doing that. And that's what you have to do to keep up in this day and age. And, you know, I've said it before, but people made a big deal about let players transfer, you let players get paid and all this stuff. And that's, that's great that some guys are getting paid. A lot of them aren't. There's a lot of guys that are bouncing to the transfer portal and not getting college degrees uh, because nobody's picking them up because everybody wants, you know, to boost their roster and, you know, doesn't want average players. And, you know, a lot of them will, will step down a level. But for the majority of college athletes, uh, transfer portal, a good thing for the athletes, like we all said, hey, coaches can bounce whenever they want. You know, coaches could bounce if somebody wanted them. They could bounce. They also get fired, you know, and – leaving disgrace a lot of times and mm-hmm. humiliated and made fun With of big, and, and all this stuff. Though. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, when the coaches left, there was somebody, you know, buying that coach out too, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's another school or the school that fires them. Um, you know, and with players, there's no buyouts with players. You know, you can invest years and years and years of work into a player, and then when he's ready to go, he might bounce on you. You know, or the first sign of success, he might bounce on you. And so – but also – for the average player out there, a lot of those guys just get processed and, hey, sorry, you know, go try to try your luck somewhere else. And uh, good luck on getting a degree and good luck on your future. So that's what we are right now. And good luck on paying for it, right? Yep, good luck paying for it. <laughs> that's right. 
I don't quite understand this question, Mike. If you've got, uh, you don't have much time to to uh, clarify. I'll just read it as it is. This from our Gangster Museum of America Life in Feedback. Military Mike says, "Who who recruits who and what's new?" I'm not sure so what that means. Everybody recruits. Every coach that's on every staff recruits, right? Yeah, that sounds like maybe a page from Doctor Doctor Seuss recruiting handbook. <laughs> hey, Trey's already told us what's new. Three commitments here today. That's a pretty good. Three deal. commitments here today, and you got to <laughs> guys got to come off this roster. You can't just say like, "Hey, sorry, NCAA, we got uh, we got 93 this year." So uh, is that going to be okay? Well, the NCAA is probably going to pay okay anything from a Power 5 school, right? Right now, yeah. just to keep yeah. them? Maybe they'll do that. Yeah, yeah. but the uh, push. What are they going to do? That. Probably not that. <laughs> Otherwise, right. Ole Miss might have 110. Real quick, real quick, Trey. Larry says, what about Isaiah Satania? I would assume Isaiah Satania staying at this point. I mean, that's a guy that would be coveted, and he didn't hit the portal. I think we're past the compliance window, so he should be here. Thank you, Trey.